Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Dom Giordano on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Nikki Haley yesterday, great calls on that with Trump, VP. Still out there on the trail today trying to explain away this whole situation with slavery. Apparently, she said stuff like this a number of years back when she was governor, that it wasn't really about slavery, she uh, suggested, but about a way of life and being forced to do stuff, so... Uh, not a good moment for her, to put it mildly, something that might stick. We had Harry, Harry Hurley on, the voice of the Jersey Shore, talking about his uh, working with President Trump over the years, and he thinks Haley's still in consideration. And I think uh, the VP this time around could have impact. I think Mike Pence did. Mike Pence was a bridge for President Trump to evangelicals. That was the big reason, you know, a group that he had to not just um, impress, but be fired up to see what he would do because he hadn't had a track record. He hadn't been in political office toward the issues that evangelicals care about. And I still think someone like Haley, and there doesn't have to be a woman, but somebody that's going to connect with that uh, suburban voter right here in these four suburbs, arguably the most important in the country, to determine who the next president is going to be. So um, the, the thing, uh, as we look toward 2024, I asked this on Twitter, got a lot of response. 2024 will be a year of what? And the number one answer, if not using even the same words all the time, was chaos or disruption, that kind of thing. And it is. It is going to be a whirlwind. Once we uh, see some clear out with the Iowa caucuses, then New Hampshire is just a week afterward. And unless uh, Nikki Haley makes an impact that I don't quite see there in New Hampshire, then it's essentially going to be over. I mean, I think it is now. It is in Iowa. Nobody with a 30-point lead plus like Trump has has lost or is going to lose. In New Hampshire, it's relatively closer. South Carolina, even though she's the former governor, Trump has an even more enormous lead. So there's not going to be that much action there. Where the action will be is to see if these trials get underway in a timely manner, and then if President Trump is convicted before the nomination or before 
the election on any indictments, will that have any impact? I still maintain it won't. It'll be minor. By minor, I mean a very small number of people who might say, no, I can't vote for Trump now. You got to think some of that will happen. But it's going to take more than something that minor in order to make it impact in this. So what does it come down to? It is going to be Biden and Trump in 2024. I'm convinced of that. I've been saying it forever. The smarter than the room types, et cetera, just are trying to make you believe they know something that I don't and that you don't. Not true. They're going to be the nominees. Does the economy get a little bit better? Does the inflation rate slow a little bit? Probably, but I think that's baked in. I don't think you're going to see a change in the minds of people there. So then it comes down to, here in Pennsylvania, what we always talk about. Now, Harry Hurley, the guy who is the number one guy across South Jersey and the Jersey Shore, talk show host, used by Fox, he said something today, Dan, I want to pick up on. And all right, and maybe I'm jumping the gun. I think it's too late then. If Trump is a nominee, then he controls the party apparatus. And then we're going to see the things that need to be done to win here in Pennsylvania. I dispute that. Not that there wouldn't be added power, but you mean to say right now, if Trump wanted to, he cannot force more mail-in balloting emphasis and urgency. He can't do something but the guy heading up the Philadelphia Republicans. Look, the things in politics that you don't know whether they'll work or not, you think they will. But we know that mail-in balloting and what Republicans have been doing up until now is going to result in losses or taking a relatively easy win and making it a whole lot harder. So as I said, Scott Prezer will be coming to town January 16th. We'll interview him. We'll be on that, promoting that. And continuing through back channels, etc., to say to the Trump people or people that have his ear, you gotta be here in Pennsylvania now. You cannot let Democrats get this groundswell going again. They're on the ropes now. And you don't even have to win in the mail in balloting race, early voting, and all that stuff. All you have to do is come relatively close. You're gonna win Pennsylvania. Why is this so difficult? I just am not impressed. These are not winners. Fennerty, the guy that heads up the state level to me, it's all out. This is the fate of the country. Just imagine another four years, and we're right here in the center of the action. The crown jewel of swing states. Only a percentage point the last time, and Trump didn't even win by a percentage point in 2016. This is close. It's going to be close. And Biden's got a tremendous amount of baggage, but that's not enough. It's the infrastructure. It's the want to win. All right, so 855-839-1210, you'll get a line. AT&T and Verizon Wireless, all you have to do is push pound 1210. Dan, this is cut nine. Here is Governor Murphy. And don't be surprised if in 2024, I think we got a reasonable shot, Dan, to pull this off with Governor Murphy and Harry Hurley there. And that will be an interesting, (laughs) 
That would be, uh, I don't remember quite doing Interesting. anything like that in talk radio. Yeah, to put it mild. That'd be like you get Kenny and Krasner in here together, you know? There's no way of mollifying that. Imagine, you know, uh, Lair, how you doing? I hear you. Uh, hey, Lair. You, you like to ride bicycles. Uh, here is what Governor Murphy said, though, is the strategy. He was on CNBC about Biden and about his strong economic record. Today's program. Whoa. He didn't that? say that. That's, no, that's uh, uh, gremlin. Yeah. Let me ask the question just simply and directly, Governor. Uh, would the Democratic Party be better off if Joe Biden were not the candidate? No, and, and I, I say that emphatically. He, he has, I believe, an, an extraordinarily strong record to run on. Uh, this is not a question, are we speculating what kind of president he would be? Uh, this is not a hypothetical. And I think you're right, especially on the, the point in the economy. Uh, and I think it's that lead lag factor that I referred to a minute ago. I believe it's only a matter of time until he does get that credit when that, that reduction in interest rates and inflation hits the so-called man of the street. You're seeing it, early signs of that, for instance, at the gas pump where gas prices have oh, come God. down meaningfully. You've got markets that are strong, and they usually are a precursor to the underlying realities. You've got a good, another good day in the market today. So I really believe it's only a matter of time, and I believe he has got a, an exceptional record to run on, uh, and I'm looking forward to doing everything I can to help him. Yeah, stay out of it. Go and get your hair done. All right, so let's break that down. Here's the latest now. Lead lag language, meaning all the indicators are there. It's only a matter of time till the average person feels this, feels how good this is, how much better their lives are. All right, so uh, we're going to see. I mean, they, they cite... More holiday spending. There could be a lot of reasons for that versus a disastrous 2022. Do I see that six months from now when we really are in the thick of it in the summer, we're heading toward the conventions and all, that this will be true and people will be going, yes, now I see it. No, it's baked in. What he's done here is going to take not only a long time, it's going to take a really strong president to unravel what Biden has created. It's a common thing. Everyone knew this would happen, maybe not fully to this extent. And there's no way he can run on this economy. No matter what he's going to do, he's coming to Philadelphia on January 6th with Jill Biden. They're going to talk uh, democracy, the country. They won't say where they're going to be. Then they're going to give a bunch of union types of one sort, private or public, a boatload more of money, and they're going to say that's the working man. And the average American's paying for all that. And they know it, and they see it. The other thing that's going on, this caravan of about 15,000 people is headed to the border. They're going to storm the border with those people. Again, this is on the radar screen. The media is somewhat covering it just because of competitive advantage. It's visual. It goes on every day. I'm not saying they're saying about it what I would say. But they are slightly covering it. People are aware of it. Now, I can't say per se, I'm thinking of the swing states. Has Abbott sent uh, a lot of people, migrants, to the swing states? Philadelphia hasn't been that hard hit. It's New York and Chicago, hardly swing states. But the average person is aware of this. They resent it. They resent all the nonsense that's going on around this. And it will play a role. At the end, 
it's going to be two things. Inflation, how much people value getting out of this, turning around from it with Trump. And two, do the Trump people, do they get early on here in Pennsylvania? The more it lags, the more upset I get. I just don't understand why right now we know what to do. We ought to be doing it. Just follow Scott Presler on Twitter, and you'll see the stuff that he's doing. Imagine if he had a lot more resources to be out there recruiting people, setting up infrastructure, a mail-in balloting, early voting, uh, et cetera. He's up today uh, registering a bunch of people to be poll watchers in Pennsylvania, principally in Philadelphia. I don't see that. They're not connected to Trump. They really don't want Trump, either at the state level or certainly in Philadelphia. So they're pretending that they'll do stuff. But deep down, they're hoping that a Nikki Haley, somebody like that, upsets Trump in some way, shape, or form. Maybe then they'll get on board. That's how I see us heading into 2024. All right, phone lines are 855-839-1210. You can uh, get on board. Let's go to Catherine in Philly on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Catherine, Happy New Year. What do you have today? Hello? Yes, Catherine, hi. Who do you have today? All right, Catherine had Dennis Rodman. I'll put her down for that. That's what I saw on the board. Noted sweater. Yeah, without a doubt. All right, so we have uh, quite an array of uh, sweaters. But uh, what is it, if you had to encapsulate, 2024 will be the year of, I think almost everybody has some kind of word like at least chaos, if not uh, volatility. There were several like that on Twitter. And that's a safe bet. That's what we're going to see. Maybe unprecedented. This is like a throwback to the 60s or beyond as far as how intense this is going to be. I think chaos nationally is a good one, but can yeah. I propose bounce back as a local Ah, term? that's okay. I was going to go local next. Yes, you're reading my mind. And again, I know it's uh, easy to be cynical and smarter than the room, Dan, but there is so much difference between Sherelle Parker and this police commissioner yeah. versus Jim Kenney, Daniel Outlaw, and ultimately taking on Krasner. I mean, just look at what's been done. And we don't know when the first shot will be fired in this. But they just had a deal that the governor signed that puts another prosecutor on equal level with Krasner. That if Krasner's not going to prosecute fully, this prosecutor can jump in and do it across most of the city. Yeah, bounce back. More energy, different stuff happening here. I think that's definitely the case. Are we going to see any hope in your crystal ball, though, in the suburbs? Is there any bounce back yeah, of Republicans? Well, not a Repu- maybe not a Republicans. Okay. I just think of safety in general, though. Yeah, well, I, I think right. as Philadelphia grows safer, the right. surrounding region will as well. All right, so bounce back locally and nationally, something like, if not chaos, just volatility, intensity of this. Uh, nothing's going to be more intense than this. Even 2020 is not going to match it. Can I take you a little off topic? And we've had yeah. a discussion before. I just want to reboot yeah. it. Uh, talking with friends, <clears throat> a lot of us have um, some income to invest in such. And right now, looking at Philadelphia, you have inflated real estate prices. Right. These are real estate markets nuts. But you have an incoming mayor that looks like things are going to mm-hmm. you know, go up, up, up for a lot of the, right. the regions of the city. So would you say... It's a good time to invest in Philadelphia, neutral, or a bad time? 
I'd lean toward good. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we still have Krasner. We still have that uh, kind of thing going on. But, yes, I definitely Do you think there's that. any chance that uh, gentrification for neighborhoods that have long been on the precipice, Grace Ferry, um, mm. you know, West Kensington, I guess? I think they're under – I don't trust I this – Yeah, I don't there. trust this city council, Dan, on a lot of stuff. Yeah. I think they're more radical and uh, – And they're councilmatic – yeah, Power will... yeah, and they, yes, and they, uh, even using the word gentrification, I just see it as development. What could be wrong with that? And yeah. I realize what they ought to do, the, the people that are hurt the most by gentr- so-called gentrification are renters. If you're a homeowner, they ought to pass in gentrified areas, redeveloped areas, that your taxes are only going to go up so much. You're not going to go up astronomically. With renters, I don't know what you do. Have we ever delved into that with Sherelle? No. Well, I got something for her. I just want to know this. And I was telling Roe, beating her. So I'll beat yours, Dan, and everybody else. I took the drive coming in today. Kelly Drive, I hate to say it, but that's mm-hmm. what people call it. And again, some rain, it's blocked off at a big point, and you got to go around it, and it takes you uh, up Ridge yeah. Avenue and all that. Yeah. You mean to say water can't be pumped out of there or gotten out of there after a rain like yesterday? That's what I want to ask her. Maybe it's a small thing, but, you know, something about just shutting stuff down, I would never capitulate to that. You think that's unreasonable? I, I, well, I, I just wonder, because we saw what happened uh, when the river got too high and, you know, things flooded over into... Like, I just wonder if the river gets so high that it just completely covers Kelly Drive and there's nowhere to pump it. Yeah, but today... Like it's, you you, it's you want to pump a, it back into the river, but you're just yeah. pumping it back onto Kelly Drive. Well, there, there's a limited area, though. It's only about two or three blocks of it yeah. that shuts the whole thing down. And is it like a reservoir? It just kind of develops there? Or is it attached to the river, and the river is actually overflowing onto the road? Um, I'm not sure. The river yeah. doesn't look like it's just running onto the road there. Yeah. Because it so, gets closer near like yeah. Boathouse Road. Yeah, so you think uh, that's I just wonder if unlikely. the river is actually so high that it's just impossible well, to... Try to block off the river then. I mean, is this something that can't be dealt with? We just throw our hands up all the time and say it's flooded? Yeah, like down at the shore they have the jetties, you know, yeah, the big yeah, rock exactly. walls. Yeah. yeah. I would look at something like that. It's an easy, I think, easy fix, and people go, wow. What does Sherelle Parker have to do early on or not do to get people to buy in that this is going to be different? I think the police commissioner pick shows she's not going the way of Jim Kenny. All right, so what's the first thing to do? I would say uh, just cleaning things up, like a massive cleaning thing. And that includes Kensington, all out on Kensington. If people see that, they're going to go, wow, look at this. Kensington is not Kensington now. Is it doable? Yeah, it's a big fight, but it is. The big issue she's going to have trouble on is... The Sixers Arena. I am so dead set against that. I can't be more dead set against it. That just that would be amazing. Oh yeah, it's awesome. going. Oh yes, yeah. Chinatown would be hopping. It would be. Oh yeah. If you own property in Chinatown, you should be supportive of this. It would be. Oh, I'm sure, Dan. That's going to spike. Yeah. In. Yeah. yeah. Time to your Dano show. Eight five five eight three nine twelve ten. You get on board. Education show. Reading, writing, and reason will be. This Sunday at 6 o'clock. Yes, sir. Yep. Moves around a little bit, but I uh, got a lot of Penn State uh, basketball, football, got the peach, peach bowl. bowl. Yes. 
Um, I have not seen a bowl game in in a while for me too. Uh, even college football is so secondary to me versus being here in Philadelphia, the capital of it, and the drama associated with it. And I looked at the numbers. We first time in a while that the NFL had a lot of Christmas games on. I think three, whatever it was, three days worth. Yes, versus the NBA on Christmas Day, which is trying to own Christmas Day and had some pretty good matchups. Those games, the NBA games, were in the one was about 3.5, 3.6 million, I think, maybe Celtics, Lakers. Wow. And the average NFL game, like the uh, Chiefs and the um, Las Vegas, was like 29.2 million. <laughs> Yes, so it's a clear thing that America, with all of its flaws, and we've been through this so many times, fewer and fewer kids are playing football because of the risk. You know, more high schools, except the powerhouses, having trouble sometimes even fielding a team. Yet, when it comes to pro football, it is just beyond. They almost cannot turn us away. They abuse fans in every way. For example, the uh, Eagles-Seattle game, flexing it from Sunday to a Monday night with people gone. Eagles fans travel. I bet eight to 10,000 of them went out there. Yeah, They can't take off for work. Some of them had to come home, all those things. And what do people do? They flock to it. We can't get enough of it. That's amazing, the numbers. Uh, Close to 30 million, some of those games. Well, you you were watching, weren't you? You watched the Eagles game. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we yeah. were watching Eagles. Yeah, we were contributing yeah. to that. Number. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I even watched some of the Chiefs and uh, because I wanted to see, you know, who on the ropes. And it is it working. It was terrible. It was she great. is being called Yoko Ono. Andy Reid today, I think it was late yesterday or today, went great public. sweater. Yeah, he went public. Oh, big sweater. Particularly when I asked him a question, he didn't like. Andy Reid uh, calling out uh, Travis Kelsey in that public display with the helmet and all. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah, him and the Swifties. Uh, oh, yeah, the they have there. trouble there. And uh, I think it is Yoko Ono Swifty that's caused it. But the other big story that's going to happen in 2024, and I'm not making it I can't predict what she'll do. But you know what? I am going to predict that she will get involved in this election. Yeah. Taylor Swift. The pressure, the stories, the number of people are saying she can save the world if she comes out. And they're saying the angle, of course, is abortion. Just go with abortion. Just do your part to stop Trump. But she really hates Marsha Blackburn (laughs) more than even Trump. Will she make a difference? And the answer is yes. I know it's hard for people to, you know, pick up on that. But if Taylor Swift does it around abortion, registering voters, you got to vote and all, you know, a bit of subtlety. I think uh, I think she'll make a difference in some swing state somehow or another. Will she do a full Springsteen when he went out and did a uh, 10-day tour for John Kerry? She will. Uh, you think so? Yeah, I do. All right. Yeah, well, I then I'll be proven. Involved. My crystal ball again, I'll be proven right about her. Yeah. Will that diminish her? Yes, it will. Maybe not as much as I'd like. She is Yoko Ono. I've had it. I have to admit it. I've been subtle about it. When I see her with Brittany Mahomes, the quarterback's wife and all, it's 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 torture. Generally, I'm curious yeah. whether conservative Swifties value their politics or their Taylor Swift fandom more. And if she endorsed a right. Democrat, would they abandon their conservative values to follow Taylor? Yeah, I think that she'll endorse and it'll be around abortion. 
And I forget the number now worldwide she has an Instagram. It couldn't be 275 million. I think I read that somewhere. So Can I ask you an either yeah. or question? Sure. Okay, back to football real quick. Yeah. Uh, so it was announced that DirecTV's Holiday Bowl, uh, you know how afterwards usually coaches get a bath and Gatorade? Yes. The Holiday Bowl is going to be dumping eggnog on the winning coach. And why is that? Uh, just because it's the Holiday Bowl, you know? It's, oh, okay. Yeah. They're doing it. Oh, but my God. Duke's it's, Mayo it's... Bowl, right. they have a bowl of mayonnaise that they dump on the winning coach. So if you were coaching a football team and you won a game, would you rather have mayonnaise or eggnog dumped over the top uh, of your head? Definitely eggnog. Really? As bad as the, may- the mayonnaise. I can't stand mayonnaise. Is mayonnaise no. is essentially yeah. like the same ingredients of eggnog, isn't it? I, just like... It might. There's something about it, though, that is really... Yeah, I saw Nick Kale on Twitter talking about that uh, that game, that uh, new bowl sponsor, and how big of a deal it was for them, the stuff they were doing with it. It's, yeah, boy, is there nothing else on TV that were reduced? To well, those... it's sports game. It's gambling. It's yes. making a big yeah, game. It I makes mean, a big thing out of it. Like, yeah. like, who cared about the Holiday Bowl? You yeah, know? and the mid is Holiday. I guess no, Holiday's a big one, but the mid tier bowls people didn't care about. You know, right. five ten years ago, but now because of sports gambling, it's. Becoming yeah, big the big again. four thing, the tournament at the end of the year, I follow that. That's about it. College football and, and college basketball, I couldn't tell you anything about it now. Completely off that. Uh, let's go to Joe in Exton, see what he's cooking up today on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Joe, Happy New Year. What do you have today? Oh, yes. Hello, Dom. Happy New Year. Um, my person who is sweating is Joe Biden as he is riding his racer bicycle prior to the moment when he falls off it. <laughs> All right. Yeah, there's a lot of sweat. His handlers are probably sweating, too. Thank you, Joe. Doesn't he have a get-off-the-stage handler yet, though? Somebody he's told to look at. And they'll t- what is always the problem? Just walk off the stage. Why is there such confusion with doing that? Did you see what went viral on uh, lefty Twitter and social media? That uh, Trump has such bad dementia that he can't stand still and has to stand on pads. And uh, they're now trying to come after him because of his age while they're putting up a candidate who is... It calls more attention to Biden's age. Not going to work. Yeah. It just is another failed thing. The biggest failure, though, is on inflation. And I'm so happy about it because I thought somehow or another with the media, people wouldn't notice it connected to Biden. They are. Up and down the line, they are. And they're connecting it to their personal life. And I think they'll continue to do it for another year, no matter what spin they put on. So what do they have? Trump will destroy democracy and better infrastructure, a mail-in balloting and the like. One we can take care of. The other one, uh, I think people by and large are not buying Trump's destroying democracy. So it comes back to your personal life. It comes back to inflation. Do I think there will be, here's a good question, do I think there will be any debates? No, I don't think there'll be any debates. And that is uh, not good news for Trump. I think uh, a debate with Biden would expose an awful lot. Who's the one that denies the debate? I think both of them almost yeah. simultaneously do it. I don't think Biden wants a debate. I don't really know that uh, you Trump wants You don't think wants Trump to... wants to debate Biden? He could tear him apart. Do, you think point. he does, but uh, he's he's not uh, huge on uh, debates. I'm not seeing it there. Yeah, and vice presidentially, or is he just not huge on debates when he has nothing to win? Like, like, yeah, like here in these primaries, if he goes in debates, right. the, the no, only thing I, that can happen. I don't is know, him know he wants to debate points. Biden. You know, he's he's not somebody who relishes the debate. But you're right, Biden's 
I said it in the last time. Biden's in his basement. I don't care. He can't cheat. Can you imagine how laborious it will be to have? They got somebody in his ear saying, say this and all. Well, that's the thing is they can't relay messages fast enough for her to be. Yeah, exactly. He he doesn't know what he's doing on his own. He'll start talking about crazy talk. Comes up with like a football helmet on because he has the uh, entire radio system. I'm trying to think of who the moderators are going to be. I don't trust the GOP to do that in a debate. The vice presidential debate with Kamala Harris, too. I thought Pence did very well. Somebody else could do even better. Do they check the candidates for, like, hearing devices? No, or? I think it's a gentleman's or ladies' agreement. Yeah? I don't think they do, yeah. Because, I mean, they're that's so a, discreet now that you could probably hide yeah. one up there. But you need somebody that's cogent to start with, Dan. It's this true. this yeah. guy hearing voices in his head, he'd start, what did you say? Who am I supposed to go to next? <laughs> he so says true. it all the time. He's, he's, got the, back, yeah. he's got the paper, and instead of just saying, all right, Borowski, he says, oh, I have to go to Borowski next. <laughs> It's like every so here at the station we have an inbound button yeah. where I can speak to you without yes. going on air. Yeah. It's like if every time I gave you a little message about a live read or something, you came back saying, Who who was that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's Joe yeah. Biden, yeah. All right, eight five five eight three nine twelve ten. You get in. Get us uh today with the sweater. We've got a great side question tomorrow. And uh a couple of things too. We uh we heard from uh, Harry Hurley, his sense working for Trump of how Trump thinks on some of these issues, and that Nikki Haley wasn't off the table. He kept on talking about if you didn't cross the Rubicon with Trump. And Haley, I think, as a strategy, he's done well with this, and that is not to go all out on attack with Trump. I don't think DeSantis has either. Christie is the the one uh, element there, and Christie's going to stay in, I think, even after New Hampshire. What else is he going to do? So 855-839-1210. That's John Cheney. Oh, yeah. John Cheney was a tremendous uh, all-out crazy basketball coach at Great Temple coach. Yeah. who uh, told John Calipari, I'm going to kill you, when he oh, interrupted his own uh, uh, press conference. It was quite a moment. By the end yeah. of the game, that guy was drenched. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah absolutely. High, all disheveled. And- yeah. I like the Christie answer, too, though. Even though he doesn't sweat, you're thinking something's going on there. He has to sweat. Uh, said on Twitter a couple of times was Macho Man Randy Savage. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, very. <laughs> uh, yes, I think uh, Slim Jims knows that. The weirdest thing about me is that I don't sweat. All right, there you go. You got to let Hillary out of there. Today's side question, Dom Giordano's show. So Breitbart has an interesting poll. They asked readers and viewers of Breitbart, what are the top ten stories... So what's a story that, you know, you saw, read, or heard a lot about? Dan, want to take a guess what the number one is? It kind of surprised me, but maybe it shouldn't have that people remember. Ukraine? Uh, Ukraine, not on the list. Uh, let me start with number 10. This is 10th. 47% Trump indicted for questioning the 2020 election. All right? Uh, maybe... You know, all the indictments with Trump, you wouldn't have heard about that. Ninth, actor Matthew Perry dies. What? Eighth, Trump's mugshot. That's only eight? I thought that'd be a lot higher, the mugshot. Seven, Covenant School shooting in Nashville. I didn't think that would be quite as high. Yeah, I mean, it's a biggie, but, you know. Six, 7.8 earthquake in Turkey. Really? Really? Fifth. It's only fifth. 
Hamas terror attack on October 7, 53%. Only 53% heard that. And recency bias, that's pretty recent, right? Canadian wildfires impact... How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the US and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's and Brooklinen and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast the united states that's for kansas city i mean i i think that might have a little to do with the conspiracy theory community maybe it's been flowing right. around there for a while. Like, what the heck happened with the California wildfires and okay. them igniting in multiple places at once and such? So this was the Canadian ones. Okay, yeah, that's what. It, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Kansas City wins the Super Bowl. All right, the Super Bowl always. You probably remember that. And with the wildfires, you got to think of the blanket right. of smoke that covered the entire East Coast that people were probably googling and searching about. Yeah, and it affected them. Remember, seven. Don't go out. Don't breathe. Second place. The lost submarine near the Titanic wreckage. That was a story for several days and all, but it wasn't. It was, I, it was all over the place. I mean, everyone it was, was covering but it. but not to the degree of some. And number one, now this I possibly could see, the Chinese spy balloon Yeah, is number one. Yeah, there was like a... Days of it. Days of the people yeah, following yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah, posting about it all over social media, news yeah. story after now, news story. Now, here locally... What are the some of the top contenders as a news story we all remember? I'd say, just like this spy balloon, because of the social media part of it, I-95, the rebuild, yep. 
watching him do it. That's got to be in the top two or three. Yeah. Um, it wasn't this July, but the, the previous July when Kenny said he didn't want to be mayor anymore. Uh, that was uh, pretty big. I think uh, people are forgetting how big the election of Sherelle Parker was versus Helen Gimp. Yeah. But here primary, locally, yeah. I'm, uh, Eagles go to the Super Bowl. It's got to be up there. Like it's tough to nail down one story for this. It's just an overall topic, but the carjackings. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the, 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 crime, year, the yeah. crime issue still, without a doubt. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure locally I'm feeling anything else, though, was overwhelming. Well, I have one. I mean, we're doing an upcoming well, side question. Take it off the board now. But remember... Uh, on Reddit, it started with the guy who was uh, eating the rotisserie chicken. And... Uh, you know, like the chicken man. I don't either. Yeah. No, the chicken yeah. man down in Philly? Yeah. What we'll tell people tomorrow is going to be that quirky, weird, funny top story of 2023, both local and national or international, one that you remember. I got one, yeah. But you can, we'll have that. Yeah, so the, yeah. so the guy posts on Reddit that he's going right. to be eating a, there's an event that you, if you go on the docks behind Walmart, uh, I think it was up in yeah. Northeast Philly, uh, you can come watch him roll out the red carpet and eat an entire rotisserie chicken in one sitting. And uh, an entire crowd developed, the Inquirer reported upon it, it became a big story. Yeah. Weird. The, the guy, it's, you know, you would hope his 15 minutes of chicken are up. I mean, I, I'll put it out there, you, we'll, we'll do it, I'll, I'll eat an entire... I think I could do it. The guy that I liked was the guy with the 95. Remember that bro type of guy that talked about him? He just... Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And he had, oh, he had that, that Northeast accent talking about what happened when 95 blew up. Yeah. If you have him anywhere, that guy was hilarious, uh, you know, on a serious thing. I'm, I'll yeah. blow it up real quick. Yeah. But I have to say, that was a big moment. Getting 95 uh, rebuilt in a way was pretty clever. And the social media part of it, was affected. All right, I'm, I've got we lost 95. Yeah. So looks like we're just taking L's. <laughs> yeah, it looks like we're just taking L's. Is how that ended. The 95 guy. Uh, let's go to uh, let's go to Drew in Upper Darby on Talk Radio 1210. Hey, Drew, Happy New Year! What do you have today? Hey, hey, Dom El El Popo. How'd you guys make up? Make out looking that up? El Popo from yesterday, but uh. <laughs> The um six finger picture. Oh, yeah, that's right. One. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yes. Yeah, six, yeah, yeah. six fingers. Yeah. Six. One anyway, that Nikki Haley scenario. I'm intrigued by that because is, isn't she from South Carolina? And was oh, yeah. that South Carolina the first state? Yes. To yes. She's from the union. Yes, and uh, also she's the one that took the flag down. The uh, the flag. Uh, the stars the and flag. Yes, and was the driving force that she. Uh, what choked yeah, on the answer to this is pretty amazing. I'm really baffled by that. Hey, but um, I got an answer, but this one's a real quick one as a joke. Um, as far as someone sweating, Joe Biden on a polygraph test. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, okay, sorry about that. I thought it was. But uh, in the movie, <laughs> in the movie it, was was it was funny. Yeah, it was funny. That's cool. That's yeah. cool. That's cool. Thanks. Um, in the movie, The Great Escape. When they're digging the tunnel, Charles Buczynski, a.k.a. Charles Bronson, you remember his face when he comes out of the tunnel? Oh, yeah. And he's digging and digging. He was sweating up a storm, man. And he hated tunnels. He did a great job there. Very he, underrated yeah, he, actor. Well, he was a, yeah, you know what? His very first movie was um, 
the wax museum. He was billed as Charles Buczynski with Vincent Price. But I just remember him sweating, man. That's a good one. Thank you. Thanks as always, Drew. Uh, I could go and watch um, Death Wish now, Paul Kersey. Uh, what he did in New York then, and uh, it did spur people on to be a bit uh, vigilante. The second one, I don't know if there were three. The second one wasn't as good. The first one, though, was magical. All right, it is time coming up for the lightning round, and you get in at 855-839-1210. Amazing, maybe not the Chinese spy balloon, but Trump only in 10th place. And this is a, uh, let's see. Is it a Breitbart? Uh, no, it's consult polling. So Breitbart didn't do it. I mean, I think the Trump indictment story is the thing that people would know about more than any, even in the Chinese spy balloon. I didn't see Afghan withdrawal in here. Is that, well, that's not this year, but um, Hunter Biden doesn't make the list. So maybe it tells us the Hunter Biden story not quite as big to the average person. The time has come for the final test. Uh, we usually call it the lightning round. All right, today, uh, coming off, uh, talking about James Brown as a great entertainer. <laughs> Weird one. All-time sweaters. They can be, in general, a person, a fictional person. Hit us with that. You win. Your name goes into the hat. Uh, tomorrow we're here until 1.30, then it's Penn State basketball, but we will have a side question tomorrow. The quirkiest, funniest, weirdest story you think that people heard about nationally and particularly locally, be thinking about that one for uh, tomorrow. Uh, let's go to uh, Gary in Newtown. Hey, Gary, Happy New Year. What do you have today? Happy New Year, Dom. Happy New Year, Dan. Y'all also to you, Jim. I, you were talking about the top 10 stories when I was on hold. Wouldn't Elon Musk in the Twitter buyout be there, or shouldn't it be there? Or was that this year? Or oh, yeah. A long time yeah. Ago? No, that was this year because it was just the anniversary the other day of the Twitter files being released. So, yeah. And that would it, be my second one, right? Yeah. Well, the and, files being released. Yeah, I don't get some of these. I think the Trump stories, it's almost hard to believe you wouldn't have heard. A lot about that. The Chinese spy balloon, memorable, but, you know, it, it yeah, died definitely. after a while. Yeah. So I got to go back to my my childhood for this one, because at my house, we only had channels 3, 6, 12, 17, 28, 29, and 48, right? Mm-hmm. And my I was, I was the remote control for my dad on Sundays watching ABC sports, right? So that was the, that was it. So in order to go see the good movies, we had to go down 11 blocks to my cousin's house, and one of my all-time favorites, because I was a teenage boy, was um, Porky's. <laughs> and in that scene, if you know the movie, Porky's yeah. had a locker room where no girl could resist the temptation in that locker room. Yes. Because of the male sweat. Yes. Uh, there you go. Back to the sweat. Yes. Gary, are you there? I'm still here. That's, yeah. that's the sweater, meaning the sweaters is the male, that male locker room. Oh, okay. Ah, okay. Very good. Thank you. I thought he was going to say Kim Cattrall and, and the Cattrall. Uh, so the locker room, that is an outside the box. Uh, very good one. All right. Uh, John and Belmar, what do we do? We never take that as an answer. 
So, you know, I mean, we can't take Bible answers in Trump. They're two yeah, categories. It's... You know, it's like, what are we going to say? Uh, let's go to uh, Bruce in the Northeast. Hey, Bruce, uh, Happy New Year. What do you have? Yeah, Happy New Year to everybody at the station there. You know, you were mentioning vice president candidates. I mentioned this person before. I don't know whether it was brought up. But the governor of South Dakota, very, you know. Uh, yeah, but I think, uh, you know, I, I don't want to go into detail on it. I think Dan was out there in the news, a uh, rumor mill of, uh, yeah. you know, something um, uh, romantic is just the way I'll put it. I don't, uh, know yeah. how, I don't know how big of a deal that would be, what would be made of it. Definitely, right. definitely, though, from what we can tell, yeah, that's, right. some, that's someone Trump would uh, take a look at. I don't, yeah. I don't know, though, that she has enough um, name recognition, et cetera, to immediately hit suburban voters. Wow, we got Christy Noem. You know yeah, what I mean? she, she had the guts to keep the on COVID, I remember that. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. She's been a uh, great job, yeah. entrepreneurial, uh, presents uh, very well. I've never interviewed her, but yeah. in the interviews I've seen, she would be fine. Yeah. Uh, my uh, sweat scenario involves Larry Krasner. Okay. It goes like this. Larry Krasner boards an elevator all alone, and just before the door snaps shut, Dom Giordano also boards the elevator. And as the <laughs> elevator starts to ascend, it starts to go up, it gets stuck there for at least an hour, and Krasner is now drenched in sweat as facing Dom Giordano face-to-face. Good it. stuff. That is excellent. And now, Dom Giordano in stuck elevators. I have been stuck in elevators twice, once in the old building. Uh, and uh, in this building, recently, and here in this building, you know, there's no line of command. They say, well, you know, some guy's coming over and they're working on it. And I'm telling you, you can imagine what I'm telling a guy. Do you know I have a show to do? And that didn't go over so well. Not that they were nasty or anything, but they were kind of like, yeah, well, get the jaws of life. Like we were a really sweet person up front, yeah. Rosalind. She yeah. comes off me. She goes, uh, did anyone tell you that your host is stuck in an elevator? Yeah. It's like, uh, no. Uh, what's going on here? Yeah. Were, were, you, were we on time? Did we end up making it Oh, yeah, it on we time? made it on time. But uh, it was like, you know, this elevator, and it's very difficult to uh, talk in this elevator. The, the one um, in the old building, uh, it was relatively easy. We knew the guy. He moved on it right away, and all. And they had somebody, and they did something. This <laughs> is more modern, so I don't take that elevator. Elevator number one on the right, I don't take it. I wait till others. But what, what happens if see one that opens? Like, have you fought with the button where it just keeps opening the same elevator? And it's oh, the no, one that you don't want to get? No, oh, okay, yeah. good. Yeah. No, so okay, I, don't, I, got that. I don't take that. Uh, I'm not going to deal with that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I have a story. Just we're, from the fireman's intercom. People remember this. We're on the road, big road tour, Joey Vento and all that, Dan. So uh, I'm on the head scouting party where we're going to broadcast from in Charlotte. We're, we're ultimately going to the border. I get there, it's a CBS station, but it's only something they use for a remote broadcast sometimes. It's not an actual station. And I could see the door and all, and there's a bar there. And I tell the guy, well, you're going to have to open that door. And he said, well, maybe when we feel like it. And I just say, I'm getting the key. I'm going to open that door. i got to be on in 10 minutes. you got to be kidding me. This guy actually goes out during his radio show and patrols the border during his commercial breaks. <laughs> And they're looking at me like, you know, I'm thinking if I break the glass here, now that might be too much. That might be trouble. <laughs> Can you imagine? The studio's right there, and they're not going to let me in. Yeah. 
Oh, uh, yeah. I, I would pay to have you stuck in an elevator with Krasner, though. <laughs> Put one of those boom mics in there with you guys. At least not with Jim Kenny. Oh, the misery. Oh, that'd be terrible. Oh, my God. Or Joe Biden. You just smell like scotch once the guy starts uh, sweating. No, I know. One of the worst for me. Dr. Jill Biden. Oh, I'd get through that doctoral paper and I'd prove she it's didn't It's a great write. side question. Yeah. Who would you hate to be stuck in an elevator with? Write that one down for next yeah. week. That'll be on the agenda. Let's go to uh, Len in Hamilton. Hey, Len, good afternoon. What do you have? How you doing, Don? Good. Uh, I got Bruce Willis and Die Hard. Okay. Yep, that's yeah, that's a, yeah, a lot of sweating there, a lot of action, and not a Christmas movie. We've decided yeah, that one. it's a Christmas movie. Uh, let's go to Mark in Westchester. Afternoon, Mark. Who's your person? Hey, how you doing, Don? Happy good. New Year. Happy New Year, Mark. Thank you. Um. I don't know if you remember uh, Albert Brooks sure. in Broadcast News. Oh yeah, when they put him on, when they brought him out and put him on the news, and he was the sweat was pouring out from under his arms. He was, <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Yeah, the, was, the flop sweat is always the sweat. You can tell right. I can see the flop sweat developing right here. Uh, Dan in Fleetwood. Dan, who's your person? Hi, Don. How are you? Good, Dan. Um. Just thinking of Rodney Dangerfield on the Carson show, and it's contra. Oh, there's no respect. He's always got the bandana, the, the handkerchief tapping his, you know, forehead. Wiping the sweat. Yeah, yeah. Mr. T uh, could use a handkerchief too. Uh, final hitter, Scott in Middletown. Scott, you're a final shot. What do you have? Hey, man. Um, thanks for having me on. The, uh, there was a movie in, uh, I guess, the 80s, late 90s called Bedazzled. It was yes. Brandon Fraser and oh, Elizabeth yeah. Hurley. Yep. So she's she's the devil. She's basically just being a pinup the whole time. Well, Brandon Fraser changes into all these characters. One of the characters was a basketball player, and he was just pouring sweat. Uh, they had water going all over the announcer that was uh, interviewing him. Probably the funniest and best scene in that movie. Thank you very much. I've heard, I saw that, and I think uh, Moses Malone might have been the uh inspiration for that the, the only funny scene in that movie yeah it probably yeah yeah no i mean that's that scene was funny albert brooks uh, maybe not all right give me some of the contenders and we'll decide here uh vincent media fresh out of the gate with a great one richard nixon uh, losing yes. the election because of his sweating um krasner stuck in the elevator stuck out to me from bruce in the northeast rudy giuliani with a streak of black coming down his uh, side of his face and not wiping it for a while I think those are the three standouts for the day. Boy, I'm torn. I got to go with the Giuliani one. Oh, yeah? Yeah. How about you? I think that's a great answer, the Giuliani. Yeah, Let's yeah. Go I mean, it. the sweat, and that, that is just, that's a picture you can't get out of your mind. Chris and Malvern right. in the hat. We'll put that into the hat. Tomorrow, we have an hour and a half together as we move, and we'll be live all three hours on New Year's Day. I don't remember the last time we did that. So that's uh, good stuff. Uh, Greg Stocker wanting to get the new year started right. Can we set a bucket outside, like the studio, and say, like, if you want to donate yes. for us being here on New exactly, Year's Day? Free, exactly, exactly right. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm looking outside these guys' building over here in the middle of the rain, but the giant oh, crane out yeah. there. Yeah. That crane better be stable. It's aimed right at the studio, and it's like 150 feet high. Yeah, let's count our blessings that we're sitting here inside. Yeah, exactly nice right. Thing. This isn't as hard. Yes. All right, everybody, have a great night. Come back tomorrow, and if you don't, happy New Year anyhow. And be with us on New Year's Day. Great side question. People stopping by tomorrow. Dom Giordano, weekdays noon till 3. From Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. How powerful is Cox Internet? 
Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Nerds. Today's episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Sometimes you need a change of pace. That includes your finances. Get smart with your budgeting with financial tips straight from the nerds. NerdWallet's trusted experts will set future you up for success by untangling today's web of financial misinformation. Learn about smart investing strategies, tax planning pointers, and travel tips to save on a fun family getaway. Maybe somewhere tropical? Spring ahead for smarter decisions in 2024. Follow NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app.